My, my, my. If God's ever done something for you, you ought to give him a shout of praise. If God's ever given you a miracle, you ought to shout like you know him. If God's ever done something in your body, your mind, and your spirit, you need to go ahead and just say, I'm about to give God a little crazy praise in here. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost. My, 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 my. I love it when Jesus is in the house. I love it when you can feel the power of a mighty king in here. You know what I like about God? No matter what kind of situation you're in, no matter what kind of problem, no matter what kind of hell's going on in your life, when you just call out the name Jesus, all things change. When you just say the name Jesus, the peace of the Holy Ghost can begin to move. When you just speak the name Jesus, anything is possible. I mean, something can be about to happen and you just say, Jesus, and the thing just change. There's no name like that name. That's a powerful name. I love hallelujah. I know it's the highest praise. I, I know, but listen, when you just say the name Jesus, I'm going to tell you what happens. The whole world has to stand to attention. No matter what's happening, when you just speak the name Jesus, anything can happen. Come on, I want you to lift your hands and just say the name Jesus right now. There's power in the name of Jesus. Can you do that one? Show me the name. Jesus. Come on, that's right. Reach for him right now. Reach for him right now. That's right. Come on. Reach for him right now. Just say that name. Oh, oh, there's power. Jesus. Oh, there's power. Holy Ghost is here. I said he's here. Come on, put your hand on your neighbor right now. You say, well, I don't even know him, neighbor. It's all right. Just reach over. Put your hand on your neighbor right now and just pray for him. We're going to go somewhere in a minute, but let's just pray for him right now. There is power in the name of Jesus. Oh, there's power. Oh, in the name. God, I'm believing right now, God. I'm believing right now, God. As they pray the prayer of faith, God. There's power in your name, God. You're doing great and mighty things in this place here. God, I'm going to give you honor. I'm going to give you praise. I'm going to give you glory right now. In the name of Jesus, God. I call it to be done right now. I call it to be done right now. I'm believing and standing upon your word, God. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Won't you give him a hand clap of praise in this building right here? Thank you, Lord. How many loves the bishop of the church and the first lady? How many loves the bishop? How many loves your pastor? Pastor's wife and their family. Got to love them. Got to love your leadership. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, the power of the Lord, I love it in this house. 
just going to go ahead and serve notice on the enemy. I said it a while ago, but I was kind of screaming it. I'm going to just slow it down. He don't have no power in here. He doesn't have no dominion in here. I, I heard somebody say one time, man, when you're having a red hot service, you got the devil on the run. I'm going to be honest with you. When you're having a red hot service, all forces of evil come to church. You know why? Because they don't want nobody to be touched by the hand of God. They don't want nobody to be blessed. So I'm glad the enemy's here. Because I'm going to go ahead and just command him. I, need, I just need him to know you're going to hear about the name of Jesus tonight again. You're going to hear about we taking dominion over you again. I'm telling the enemy. I'm telling the enemy we are victorious in this house. We're victorious in this house. The Bible said, therefore, I will look unto the Lord and I will wait for the God of my salvation. I will look unto the Lord and I will wait. For the God of my salvation. The Bible says rejoice not against me. O my enemy. For when I fall. Meaning he knew you was going to fall. When I fall I shall arise. Now I don't know about you. But I, I know they got an old commercial that says. Help I've fallen and I can't get up. But I'm telling you now. The Bible said when I fall I shall arise. Now just because you had a boo boo. Don't mean you can't get back up. Just because there's been a little situation don't mean you can't get back up and tell the devil I'm taking dominion and I'm... When I fall, I shall arise. He said, and when I sit in darkness, when I sit in darkness, uh, the Lord shall be my light. Let me preach just a few minutes. I'm not a long preacher. Let me preach just a few minutes about divine intervention. There's a divine intervention in this house and God is going to touch every person in this house that wants to be touched by the hand of the Lord. Do you believe that right now? All right. Let's give him a hand clap of praise and then when you're done, you may be seated and we're going to believe God's going to do great and mighty things. Every individual uh, in this house and in this place, no matter who you are, I promise you, uh, there is a, a divine uh, intervention in this house. No matter what the enemy says and no matter what the doctor has said and no matter what the lawyer has said, no matter what the banker or your neighbor has said, I'm telling you, in this place uh, here tonight, uh, there is uh, a divine uh, intervention. Uh, I don't care if the enemy's been on your back. Uh, I don't I don't care if he's been on your nerves. I don't care if you got marital problems. I don't care if you got financial problems. When God gets ready to bless you, he gonna bless you. When God gets ready to do something in your life, then my God can do it in your life. When God gets ready to look at the enemy and tell the enemy, you are about to get off my baby's back, then I'm telling you now, God can do anything in this house tonight. There is a divine uh, intervention uh, in this place. Uh, the word divine means a uh, heavenly, uh, to declare, to discover, uh, a perception or insight. Uh, the word uh, intervention uh, means to settle a situation uh, or to go between uh, or to take care of. Uh, I'm here to tell us uh, at the church here tonight uh, that God uh, is about to go uh, in between you uh, and your situation. Uh, don't you sit there uh, and let the devil try to mess with you. Uh, don't you sit there and let the devil try to get over on you. I'm telling you in this house there is a divine intervention. No matter what the doctor said I'm going to say it again. There is a divine intervention in this house. God has us in his best interest. 
When you believe that God can do something, then he's going to do it. Even when your faith is not where it should be, if somehow you can get it in your mind, and if somehow you can get it in your mouth and begin to speak the word of the Lord, I'm telling you, God can do anything. When you begin to believe that God can handle a situation, uh, then I'm telling you God uh, can handle a situation. When you begin to believe uh, that God can take care of whatever's going on in your life, uh, then I'm telling you God uh, can take care of whatever's going on uh, in your life. I know what the enemy tries to do. The enemy tries to come in. Some people say he comes in like a flood. But every once in a while, he'll come in like a whisper. And he'll try to get in your mind. He'll try to get in your spirit. But I've got news for the devil. I'm taking dominion in this house. Why? Because my God is a problem solver. My God is a soul satisfier. My God is a body healer. My God can do anything. You might not feel your miracle, but your miracle is already here. You you might not feel your deliverance, uh, but your deliverance uh, is already here. You might have to say, I'm going to dance in advance uh, because my blessing is already here. I'm telling you, God can do anything. When I don't feel like worshiping, that's when I worship the most. When I don't feel like clapping my hands, that's when I clap my hands the most. When I don't feel like running, that's when I run the most. Because I've learned something. I'm not going to let the enemy dictate to me what kind of blessing I'm going to get. I'm telling you, I put my trust in God. On the way here, Brother Shatwell FaceTimed me. And Wednesday night, I, I told the church this morning, uh, Wednesday night, man, this church was rocking. I'm telling you, it was just smoking. I got to be honest. People were screaming and, and praying and, and laying hands on one another. And we were worshiping. And uh, we sing the same. I told them we sing the same six songs every service. And they work. So there ain't no sense in changing. And I'm telling you, we're having the time of our life. I mean, we're having the time of our life. Brother Randy is in our church. Uh, he got the Holy Ghost a few months ago, him and his wife. And, uh, and she's a tambourine beater. Now, I know some churches don't like tambourines. And some church loves tambourines. And some church they throw away tambourines. But at our church they got tambourines. Because it don't matter. We ain't on beat anyway. We just having the time of our life. And old sister Joy. She brand new bishop. I'm telling you she will beat the socks off that tambourine. She be like. I mean she like Mr. Brown. <laughs> you know she be rolling that tambourine. See some of y'all knew who Mr. Brown was. But some of y'all don't. That's all right. For all you holy people, I'm telling you, Mr. Brown can beat that tambourine. <laughs> oh, I am. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Bishop. I apologize. So anyway, Mr. Man, she beating the tambourine. So he sits on the other side of her because he only got one good ear. And he, he, he already told Brother Shadwell, he said, man, that tambourine, it's bugging the fire out of me. And I only got one good ear. I didn't even know this happened. Wednesday night, people were getting prayed for. I told him they had a young man come in late. I asked him when I was up there preaching, just exhorting. I said, why are you late? He said, I had to go to the doctor. I said, what you doing at the doctor? He said, I got to have a rotor cuff surgery. He said, I ain't got the money. He said, I ain't got no insurance. He said, they want a schedule. He said, I told him, hold up. I'm going down to church tonight. He was late. We got to praying. All of a sudden, God gave him a miracle. That arm went straight up in the air. Oh, yeah. See, I got about 10 of y'all. That arm goes straight up in the air. 
I said, Dave, well, I said, what's happening? He said, I'm telling you right now, I'll tell you what's happening. I'm not going to have to have surgery. He said, God just took care of that rotor cuff. He said, it's not hurting as we speak. But while that was going on, while that was going on, there's Brother Randy with one good ear and one bad ear and Sister Joy beating the fire out that tambourine. He told Bishop this morning, he said, hey, I didn't want to just disrupt everything. He said, but after y'all got done praying for me, he said, I went and sat down. He said, when I sat down, I realized, oh, my God. He said, my ear opened up. He said, I'm not deaf. He had got deaf when he was in Vietnam. You say, what are you trying to tell me? There's a divine intervention in this house. Don't you dare let the enemy try to tell you you can't get a miracle. Don't you dare let the devil try to tell you that he can't. Oh, my God. I'm telling somebody, there is a divine intervention in this house here tonight. But you got to believe it. you got to say, I'm coming to get my miracle. I'm coming to be delivered. I'm telling you, everybody loves the sound of miracles. People love miracles. Folk don't want to get sick to get them, but they love them. But I'm telling you, there's not one thing God can't do. So I've had, man, I've had people, I, I can't figure out why they're so negative. My God, what's the worst that happens when you pray? The worst that can happen, it don't happen. Big deal. Pray again. Try again. It's kind of like wanting a car and can't afford it. You go get a second job just to get the car. I'm not, man, Jesus, same way. Listen, if he don't do it today, I'll give him a chance to do it tomorrow. If he don't do it tomorrow, I'll give him the chance to do it the next day. If worse comes worse and you live right and you go to heaven, you won't have to worry about it anyway. It'll be taken care of. God don't lie. I said God don't lie. If God told you he's going to do it, he's going to do it. If God gave you a promise, God don't lie. I'm telling you, that promise is yay and amen. There is a, a divine intervention in the house for us tonight. You just got to believe that it can happen. You might have been there this morning. I, I, the Lord brought it back to my memory. I was preaching with Brother Zuniga, and I was telling Bishop on the way here about having a service there, and it was just awesome. But I, I prayed for this woman. I prayed for this woman in a wheelchair. And uh, I, I'm going to be honest now. Now, I, I know, I know y'all all spiritual and all that. Y'all be like, I knew he was going to do it. Well, you're going to believe what you want. But I, I got faith. I got crazy faith. But I live in the real world, too. Okay? I, I, I mean, so, you know. I'm just, I'm just going to pray. That's all I can do. Ain't nobody going to blow on you tonight with bad breath and you get your miracle, okay? Ain't nobody going to rub no Jesus juice on you for $25 and you get your miracle, all right? Going to run some green handkerchief on your head and you got a Cadillac sitting outside with you. Ain't nobody going to do that, all right? All right, we're going to be real here, okay? So I, I'm just up front, man. I prayed. I prayed for the old girl. She asked for the Lord to heal her body. So I prayed. I said, God, I want you to heal her. It's 18, 18, 18 years. I'm going to let you call. 18 years my girl been in that wheelchair. I said, hey, God, I don't know what's going on. I don't know nothing about all that, but here's the deal, Lord. She asked for you to heal her, and please, Jesus, just heal her. And I got done praying. I said, well, ma'am, how do you feel? She said, I feel the same way <laughs> I did when we started. I said, awesome. Be healed and go thy way. That's what Jesus said. Right, right. It worked for him. Did it not? There's some scriptures, and Bishop will back me up. There's some scriptures where it was on, and the Bible says, and he healed them all. And then there were some scriptures that said, because of some unbelief, I had to go around the village and do a little teaching. That's the Bible. So anyway, next night we're having service. I'm preaching along. Things are going good. Holy Ghost gets to moving. 
People started getting the Holy Ghost. People started going up on the platform, just going to the tank in the middle, just the preaching. And they had a woman. She come by me. And I'm preaching and I'm looking at her. I say, oh, man, she looks so familiar. And, and then I keep on preaching. But it just kept in my mind like that woman. And I kept thinking, man, she looked. There's hundreds of people out there. And I keep looking like that. I keep thinking, man, she, she looks familiar. And so I'm preaching along. And finally, it just, you know, I'm the kind, if stuff bugs me, just stop and find out what's up. It ain't going to kill the spirit. So I told the people, I said, y'all just keep worshiping. And I turned and I looked at her and she went like this. I'm thinking, she, she know me. <laughs> so I went over there and I said, ma'am, do I know you? She said, you don't recognize me, do you? I said, no, ma'am. She said, I'm the lady from last night from the wheelchair. I said, tell me, tell me what's going on. She said, last night, she said, I was laying in the bed. She said, I was dead asleep. And she said, and something woke me up because I felt like I was on fire. She said, I shook my husband and said, get up. My legs are on fire. She said, I got prayed for tonight. My legs are on fire. She said, I need you to know. All of a sudden, she said, in my mind, I said, why don't you get up and walk? And she said, and when I tried to move my legs, she said, my legs are she said my legs begin to move and she said and I stood up and she said I begin to walk she said but let me tell you what happened tonight she said my husband and my two children came with me tonight and they all three got the Holy Ghost and that's them going to the water I'm telling somebody there's a divine intervention I'm telling somebody you get ready there's a miracle in this house for us Whatever you want. I'm telling you whatever you want. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you God can do anything. I'm telling you God can handle anything. I'm telling you God can work a miracle if you let him. I told y'all about that lady last time I was here. I was at Brother Bornhill. I'm still getting reports from Brother Bornhill on what's happening. He sent me another report. Said a man that was here when, when you prayed. He said, here's what happened. He said, his sugar, 650. He said, it's now been over seven weeks. And he said, his sugar has been 75 with no medication. Ain't nobody going to heal you but Jesus Christ. Ain't nobody can take care of your need but Jesus Christ. Ain't nobody can handle it but Jesus Christ. A few Sunday nights ago, we done had church. Church was over. We was at the house eating. Young girl that was waiting on all the ministry, and, and they, they just loved doing that. And uh, before she left, she didn't even want a bug, but finally she just, she just, I guess, you know, you know what? Sometimes you can get desperate enough that you don't mind asking. I don't know why we wait till it gets so bad before we ask God to do something. When you think something about to happen, won't you just go and say, take care of that, Daddy? When you just think something coming your way, why don't you say, go ahead, Daddy, won't you take care of that? Why do we want to wait till it gets so bad? When it's just so much easier to ask him. She just leaned over and she said, Brother Smith, can I say something to you? I said, sure. She said, I got seven balls on my body right now. She said, I got a staph infection from something that happened in her throat and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking, hmm. I said, so what do you want me to do? She said, can you pray that God gives me a miracle? I said, oh, yeah. So we was all eating. Now, you know, that's serious when you stop eating to pray. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I told all them guys, let's stop. Let's pray. 
Man, we prayed. I'd love to tell you that I heard the booming voice like, it is done. You know, I'd love to tell you I felt angels, you know, wind blew, lightning crashing. You know, I ain't felt nothing. We got done. I said, how you, how you feel? She said, I feel okay. I said, awesome, baby. I just sat down and got to eat. Because, I mean, what you going to do? The next morning, we all get up. I'm staying with Brother Howington, Sister Howington. It's about 7-something in the morning. Little phone goes off. She reads the text. She said, Brother Smith, look. She said, you remember the girl we prayed for last night? I said, yeah. said, she got up this morning. All seven boils are gone off of her body. You saying, what are you trying to say? I'm trying to tell you there's not one thing that God can't fix with a miracle. Now, I love signs and wonders and miracles, and I love to preach about them, and I love to tell about them, and I love to tell where I was at. But let me tell you about the greatest miracle. You know you can go to heaven crippled. You can go to heaven sick in your body. You can go to heaven full of pain. You can go to heaven. I'm telling you, you can't. But the Bible says, except a man be born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot even enter the kingdom of God. So to me, to me, letting God move in you, letting God fill you up, letting God do everything that he wants to accomplish in you is the greatest miracle that anybody could ever receive. So in the house here, you got to believe that when you talk to him, that he wants to do that. You got to get it in your mind and in your spirit that God wants to bless me. He wants to take care of my situations. He wants to heal my body. He wants me to serve him. He wants to fill me with the gift of the Holy Ghost. He wants me to be baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Because you see, that is what's going to make the difference in our life. When you let God, I don't want God to walk with me. I want God to walk in me. I want him to take this old man out and put in the new man. I I, I want him to take the old way out and put in a new way. Hey, just because you get the Holy Ghost and you get baptized, it don't make you perfect, but it makes you a little bit better than you were when you started. That Holy Ghost will change your life. So in the house here, I'm done preaching. So in the house here tonight, nobody's going to call people out. and no, Nobody's going to make people do anything that they don't want to do. But tonight, you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk to God. And if you need a miracle, God can do that. If you, if you have faith that God can heal your body, then he can do that. If you want God to fill you with the Holy Spirit, he can do that. If you want God to renew you in the Holy Spirit, he can do that. See, God can do anything. You know what I like about God? He can do it all at the same time. He ain't no bind. You can't put God in a box. He don't get in a bind. He don't get worried. He don't get nervous. He just waiting on us to ask him. That's what's so nice about God. He just, he just said, I'm just waiting on you to ask me. And if you ask me, it's pretty much clear in the Bible. You have not because you ask not. He said when you pray. Believe what you're praying. He said, then you're going to receive it. you got to believe it, and then you can receive it. Okay? So nobody's going to call us out tonight. Nobody's going to embarrass us tonight. But in a few minutes, we're just going to come to the front, and we're going to talk to God. All right? I'm giving instructions now. Ain't nobody going to shake on nobody. Ain't nobody going to be pulling on nobody. You know, ain't nobody going to be doing nobody chewing or anything. Ain't going to be none of that. Ain't going to be no back rubs. We ain't going to be doing none of that. We're just going to talk to Jesus. We're going to talk to God so that he 
can talk to us. I mean, every person in this building, if we're honest with ourselves, we need something from God. To me, if he's here, why not get it? I said, if he's here, why not get it? So, so nobody will call us out tonight. Nobody will embarrass us tonight. In a few minutes, we'll come talk to the Lord Jesus Christ. In a few minutes, I'm going to ask folks to bow their head and close their eyes. Not right now, but in a few minutes. And when I said that, people say, ooh, well, why would I bow my head and close my eyes? Well, the first reason is, is that I want us to be real with ourselves. Okay? Second reason I ask folks to bow their head and close their eyes is we live in a real nosy world. You raise your hand, your neighbor says, hey, what'd you do? And then we kind of tell them, and they go, oh, my Lord, what was you thinking? I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> Listen, don't tell your neighbor what you've done because your neighbor's not going to forgive you of sins. Only Jesus is. Jesus is the only one that can take care of our situation. The third reason is I want somebody to say, well, I came to church tonight and pastor had some old crazy guy from Oklahoma up there just screaming away. No, I want everyone to be touched by the hand of the Lord. I want everyone to receive whatever you want from the Lord. If you've been here more than 10 minutes and you have, welcome to the family. I mean, we just want to have a good time in the Lord. We want God to do whatever it is that we're asking him to do. So nobody will call us out. Nobody will embarrass us. In a few minutes, we'll come to the front as a family. Is that fair enough? All right. Bow your head and close your eyes. Every head bow, every eye close in the building. Anybody in the building here uh, tonight, you've got pain in your body right now. Anybody in the building, you got pain in your body. Would you lift your hand? Anybody, you got pain in your body. Hands are going up. In fact, hands are going up in every section from the front to the back, from side to side. That's beautiful. You can put them down. All right. Before you lift your hand, just listen. Every time you take a step forward, the enemy, the liar, the deceiver, Satan by name will push you two steps back. For some, it might be your marriage. For some, it might be your relationship. For some, it might be your finances. For some, it might be your workforce. For some, it might be your ministry. Every time you try to do something for the kingdom of God, it seems like the enemy comes in like a flood. But you're in this house here tonight, and you say, I need a divine intervention. I need God, and I want God to handle a situation for me. And you're in this house, and you want God to handle a situation for you. Would you lift your hand? You want him to handle a situation for you. Hands are being lifted all across the sanctuary, front to the back, side to side, in every section. That's beautiful. You can put them down. Two more questions. I'm not talking about once saved, always saved. That's not in the word of God. That's a man-made. And I'm not talking about accepting the Lord as your personal Savior. That's not in the word of God. That's man-made. Talking about what the word of God says. The word of God says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with, what, one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and it appeared to them clothing tongues like as a fire, and it set upon each and every one of them, and they were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gave them utterance. Now, if you've never spoke with other tongues, that doesn't mean something's wrong with you. That just means it's a gift that comes from God that you haven't received yet. And as far as you know, you've never spoke that heavenly language like they've done in the Bible. Would you lift your hand? You've never spoke that heavenly language. All right. Okay. I see hands. I see another hand. So another hand. All right. That's beautiful. I see another hand. That's beautiful. You can put them down. All right. Last question. If the Lord came today, 
If the Lord came today, before you lift your hand, just listen. Are you ready? If the answer is no, if the answer is I'm not for sure, if the answer is let me repent and move some stuff around, all those answers are beautiful because here's why. The Lord Jesus Christ has not come back yet for his bride. The second coming, the catching away, the trump of God has not happened. So therefore, we still have a chance to be renewed or refilled in the gift of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit, whatever you'd like to call it. And you're in this building here tonight, and you're going to be honest with yourself, and you're going to be honest with God. And you say, you know what? I need to be renewed or refilled in the gift of the Holy Ghost. Would you lift your hand? You're being honest tonight. All right? I see hands. I see hands. I see more hands. All right? I see more hands. I see more hands. That's be- I see more hands right here. That's beautiful. You can put them down. You can uh, lift your head and open your eyes. Thanks for being obedient uh, tonight. Probably about... Uh, I would say about 60%, maybe 70% of the crowd tonight lifted their hands. You know what that lets me know? That lets me know that God has found favor. Not that anything is wrong, but that God has found favor. And when God finds favor in a house, he always blesses. When God finds favor in a house, he always does. Let me give you a little bit more instructions. You might be next to a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a guest. You might be next to someone you don't even know. They might, you might want to go pray, but you're thinking, man, I don't want to go by myself. It's okay. Here, here's all you got to do. Just tap your neighbor and say, hey, I want to go pray. Go with me. They'll say, okay. All right? I told them this morning, I said, you know what? They might, might, you might be kind of uh, boxed in. There might be people on both sides. And you thinking, man, I sure want to go pray, but I, I don't know if I can get out. You can get out here. You just tap them on the shoulder. Say, excuse me, I need to get out. If they don't move, just kind of run over them real slowly. And then when, when, when they get up, we'll pray for them. I'm kidding. All right, we're going to have fun, y'all. I probably need to stop that, but it's so funny. I can't help it. So God's going to move. God's going to do great and mighty things. In a few minutes, I'm going to ask everyone to stand that's able to stand. I'm going to ask our altar team, and they're going to come line up. And then everybody that lifted your hand, I'm going to ask you to just come. Take a step. I'm giving instructions. Then we're going to ask the Lord to forgive us. We're going to repent together as a family. And then from there, God's going to fill people with the Holy Ghost. God's going to give signs, wonders, and miracles. God's going to touch people. Whatever it is that you feel that you need from God, I'm believing that God is going to do whatever it is that we ask. Can somebody say amen? Amen. If you're able to stand, I'd like for you to stand. If you're not able to stand, you're not being rude. I'd like our altar team to come and line up as quickly as possible. Come face the crowd. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You say, who are these folks? These are folks that believe. These are folks that pray. These are folks that's been anointed by the man of God, the bishop to work the altars, to pray and to believe that anything can happen. Now, you might be next to a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a guest. You might be next to someone that you've never met. They might want to come pray. I say it again. Why don't you be a friend and come with them? So here's the deal. If you raised your hand because you want God to do something for you, you want that divine intervention, would you just step out? Would you just step out and begin to make your way down? And here they come. Let's give them a hand clap while they're coming down. Here they come. Come all the way down. They're coming all the way down. They're still coming down. That's right. Come all the way down. Yeah, that's right. Just come. That's right. Why don't you step on down here? Come on. That's right. They're still coming down. That's all right. Come on. They're still coming down. Oh, yeah. Let's give them another hand clap of praise. Folks are still coming down. I'm believing and standing up on the word of the Lord. 
Yeah. Still coming down. God's doing great and mighty things here tonight. Y'all want to come down this way some? Y'all come down this way some. We, there you go. Y'all come on down this way some, sir. There you go. Y'all can come on. There you go. Y'all can come on down. All right. Now, altar team, I just know a few people here. I'm depending on you. When you pray with someone and they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit or they refilled in the gift of the Holy Spirit, wave your hand at me or pastor. It's not about numbers, but it is about giving God praise and giving God glory for what he's doing. Holy Ghost is real. Let me just break it down, all right? Let me break it down. Once we repent, if you just start saying, thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Ghost. When you begin to feel that power, you begin to feel that presence, and you hear that old language in your mind. You know, I'm going to just say it the way I can just say it. If all you know is English, and you begin to speak a language you don't understand, congratulations, now you're bilingual, and that's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> if you already bilingual, <laughs> and you start speaking a language you don't understand, congratulations, that's the evidence of the Holy Ghost, and now you're trilingual. And if you're trilingual and that starts happening, Jesus, you smart, and that's the Holy Ghost. Nobody can give you the Holy Ghost. I know some people say, yeah, I so and so. Nobody can give you the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost comes from the Master, Jesus Christ. Only he can do that. So whatever you want tonight, I want you to believe that that's going to happen. Are you okay with that? I want you to believe that that's going to happen. All right? So here's what we're going to do. The whole house is going to repent as a family, the whole house. And then after we repent, we're going to stretch forth our hand. Everybody that's left in the congregation, I want you to stretch forth your hand. You might even feel like to come up from behind, and you can pray. But I'm telling you, Jesus is about to touch people all across this building. Are you ready? Let's all repent. Say, Lord, forgive me of all my sins. I'm sorry, Lord, for everything that I've thought, that I've said, that I've done, and that I've heard. Forgive me, Lord, of things I don't even realize I have done. I give myself 100% to you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my miracle, for my deliverance, for my healing. Thank you, Lord, for filling me with the gift of the Holy Ghost, the evidence of speaking with other tongues. Thank you, Lord. For forgiving me. Come on, I want you to begin to pray right now. Find somebody, altar ministers, begin to lay hands. I want you to pray for somebody. Find somebody to pray for. By the authority in the word of God. And by the power of the name Jesus. Receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Receive your miracle. Receive your deliverance. You let it happen right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, when they receive the gift of the Spirit, wave your hand at us. Hallelujah. You know, there's one right there. I see you, Elder. Here's, there's one right there. There it is right there. Come on. That's right. Pray in the Spirit. That's right. Pray in the Spirit.
We got some folks right here. The Holy Spirit's resting on them. Hallelujah. Come on. I want you to believe right now. Come on. I want you to believe right now. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Yeah, come on. Come on. There it is, Mom. There it is right there. There's another one, Pastor said. There's another one, Brother Valentine said. There's another one. That's one. That's two. That's three. That's four. That's five. That's six. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Ghost. There's another one, Brother Wright just said. There's seven right there. Hallelujah. I'm going by what the man of God's telling me. He knows what's happening. Hallelujah. They already got it. They got it.
lady right there receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit. There, you got one down there? That'd be eight. That'd be nine. Come on. The Holy Ghost is real. I said the Holy Ghost is real. I said the Holy Ghost is real. I said the Holy Ghost is real.
Here's another one right here, Pastor. Speaking with other tongues as the Spirit of the Lord gives the utterance. Here it is, Pastor. Here's another one right there. Now the heartbeat of yeah. heaven. Yeah. Yeah. I feel the rain of your love. Feel the wind of your spirit. Now the heartbeat of heaven. Let us hear. Let it rain. Let it
I'm going to go by hand count, but pastor was pointing out who's who. We've had about 11 receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. If, if, now listen, if you wanted the Holy Ghost tonight, you wanted to be renewed in the Holy Ghost tonight, and you heard yourself speak with tongues, that's what you wanted tonight. Would you just lift your hand real high? You felt it. It came through you. Just lift your hand real high. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. All right. Is this all right here? These right here? Here's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. All right. Who else? All right. If you got the Holy Ghost tonight, if you got renewed in the Holy Ghost tonight, just make sure. Tell one of the ushers, the hosts, they're not going to bug you, but we just like to give God glory. Pastor was going around and he'd say, here's another one and here's another one. 
Still got seven people left in the building that received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me talk about one thing. Give me four minutes. Are you okay? Give me four minutes. I'm going to talk about baptism real quick because baptism is important. Baptism is a covenant that you get with Jesus Christ. So I need, I need everybody. You can sit down if you want. It ain't going to hurt, and then I'm going to turn it to pastor. So here's the deal. The Bible says, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of spirit, he cannot. Everybody say cannot. He cannot enter the kingdom of God. Now, I need you, I need you to listen closely. There's a lot of man-made baptisms in the world today. They're not in the Bible. They're man-made. Okay? And so let me show you what they are, and then let me show you what the Bible says. The first man-made baptism, first of all, if you've never been baptized, you need to be baptized tonight. If you don't know how you were baptized, you need to be baptized tonight. Okay? Now, let me tell you about man-made baptisms. One of the man-made baptisms is sprinkling. No one ever got sprinkled in the Bible. Sprinkling never happened in the Word of God. That's a man-made baptism. The second one was infant baptism. Nobody ever got infant baptized in the Bible. It never happened. Here's the third one. This is the one that everybody goes, whoa, I I thought it's okay. I'm going to show you in the Word of God. If you was baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, or Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you need to be re-baptized because that never happened in the Word of God. You say, what? That never happened in the Word of God. In the Word of God, you got to go to it. It talks about the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost, but you got to read the whole Scripture. If I still got somebody that can put it up, hopefully, Matthew 28, 19, if the computer man still, if not, it's not his fault because I didn't ask. There you go. He's a good man. I want you to look at it. It says, go ye therefore, comma, and teach all nations, comma. It was only teaching of the name to come. Then you got to read it slow. It says, baptizing them in the name of the Father, comma, and of the Son, comma, and of the Holy Ghost with them two little dots, meaning something's coming after that. Now, if I read it this way, go you therefore and teach all nations, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Ghost. That changes the whole context of the Scripture. That never happened in the Word of God. It's in the name of the Father. Now, let me show you something. And of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. I am a Father and I'm a Son. When I die, I'm going to be a Spirit, but my name is David Smith. So if I wrote everybody a check tonight, it's going to say David and Carlin Smith. Okima, Oklahoma. And I'm going to sign your check tonight. Father, I even put the little comma, comma, son, comma, Holy Ghost, dots. And I'm going to give it to you. And you can go to the bank tomorrow. The banker ain't even here tonight probably. You're going to hand that to the banker, and he or she's going to say, yeah, let me look. Mm-hmm. Money's in the bank. Yep. yep. That's Yeah, David and Carl Smith, money's in the bank. And they're going to say, we have a small problem. There's no signature on this check. There's no name. The banker's going to say, Sir, ma'am, without the name, you can't cash this check. Without the name, this check is no good. Without the name on this check, it's just a piece of paper. There's nothing I can do. That banker's going to say, you're going to have to go back and find the person You're going to have to cross out the titles and apply the name. 
If you can show me that anyone ever out of that scripture was baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, I'll give you 10 grand before you leave here tonight and pastor a double it. Because it never happened. No one was ever infant baptized. No one was ever sprinkled in the Bible. No one was ever baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. You say, well, my Lord, I've missed it. My whole life I thought that. It's okay. I'm just going to stay in the Word of God, not man-made religion. I'm going to stay in the Word of God. You say, well, how should I be baptized? Jesus gives Peter the keys to the kingdom and says, Peter, they're going to ask you how to be saved. He said, I'm going to be sitting on the throne. When you get to heaven, there won't be three thrones. There will only be one. That's why he said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I and my Father are one, and beside me there is no other. He said there's one Lord, there's one faith, and there's one baptism. So now, Jesus gives Peter the keys to the kingdom, and Peter stands and says, all right, you want to know how to be saved? Let me help you. It's simple. It's in Acts 2 and 38. He said, then Peter said unto them, to repent and to be baptized some of you, a few of you. If Grandma said it was all right. No. He said, what? Every one of you, everyone, in the name of what? Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. Let me stop there. If you've never been baptized, if you don't know how you were baptized, if you was baptized in sprinkling or as an infant or Father, Son, and Holy Ghost or Muhammad or whatever, I don't care. Sins have not been washed away until you've been baptized in the name of of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins for the washing away of sins and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost we got water we got robes we got towels we never lost nobody in the tank today be a great day to wash your sins away because when you get baptized the Bible says you have a covenant you have an advocate with the Father Okay? And so baptism is not some act. Baptism is not something that you, you know, you, you have all your family come and, and, and get, you know, free dinner afterwards. Baptism is a covenant that you make with the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay? So now, I have, I'm, I'm bound by Jesus to always talk about that. So is there anybody tonight you'd like to be baptized just like they've done in the Word of God? Anybody, you want to be baptized just like they did in the word of the Lord. All right. We got my friend right back here. He wants to be baptized. All right. Who else? All right. I see my little man right here. Does he understand, Mom? And, or, okay. We'll let Pastor, they determine all that, Mom. He understands. Okay. It looked like he'd been wanting to get baptized for a while. Well, I just want to make sure you understand. Like I'm telling you, we don't just baptize people for the fun of it. We baptize people because they got the revelation of what Jesus is doing. And, and they want to, okay, I'll ask one more. Anybody else want to be baptized? Just like you did in the Word of God. All right? We got my brother right here. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Pastor, I'll, I'll turn it to Pastor in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Would you just stand with me one more time? Let's lift our hands to heaven and can we just thank the Lord for what he has done in this place tonight. Come on. We can see some things tonight, but there's some unseen things. We don't even know what God did, but we're going to thank him 
for the scene, for the seen, and we're going to thank him for the unseen tonight. Come on, let's give him praise. Come on, let's give him hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God, 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 praise God. We had people receive the Holy Ghost for the first time. We had people that that had spoken tongues, hadn't spoken in tongues in a while. We had many blessed. Tonight, for the mic back there, came, his back was hurt, and he couldn't lift his arms, but was prayed for, and now he can lift his arms above his head with no pain in his body. Praise God. Praise God. Would you clap your hands to the Lord and give him thanks one more time? He is worthy. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. God bless you. We got one rule here, though. All right? If you're a guest with us, we got one rule we always follow. If you can't, if you don't do this, we have ushers at the door that will stop you and make you come back in. You can't leave unless you shake three people's hands. If you don't do that, we can't let you out. We got people stationed, watching, counting. God bless you. Thank you for coming tonight.